Hello there. Thank you for downloading our message. It is our desire you grow in the mastery of the word and the power of the spirit as you listen. Be blessed. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, precious. Thank you. Precious Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you. We come, oh God, this morning with open hearts. We receive your word with meekness. Oh, the eyes of our hearts enlightened. We know more who we are in Christ. We know more the things that are ours in you. Oh, thank you, dear Jesus. Your word works in us. Your word works for us. Your word works through us. In the name of Jesus. And we are, we are doers of the word. As we do, we see results. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I feel there's somebody here. There's somebody here. There's, there's somebody here. Um, the person struggles with hope for tomorrow. So the person goes, just one day at a time. You know, they is struggling with hope for tomorrow, with hope for tomorrow. Uh, many persons will change up because just once when they just want, just want to have just a new minute to life, just want to have hope again in life and all that. I pray for you this morning that um, that you see more and more as you as you know God more. Hope breaks through in your heart. As you know God more and more, hope breaks through in your heart. Amen. As you see God more and more, faith rises in your heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see hope. You see faith in the world. You see a reason to live in Christ in the name of Jesus. And you walk free of every hopelessness. You walk free of depression. You walk free of every worry and anxiety in the name of Jesus. You see yourself, you see your life as, as it is described in the world in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So our topic today, profitable hands. Profitable hands. How the believer prospers materially. Good to see you. I like your hair. It's cute. Profitable hands. How the believer prospers materially. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Open Deuteronomy 8. Deuteronomy 8. Deuteronomy 8. Are we ready? From verse 1. Who's going to open? Reader, reader. Please, dear reader, have back up on your phone so that when the sun doesn't start quickly. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Are we ready? Let's go. Be careful to follow every command I'm giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on oath to your forefathers. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothes did not wear out and your feet did not swell during these 40 years. Know then in your hearts that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in his ways and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs flowing in the valleys and hills, okay. a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey. 
A, la a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing. A land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. Where you have eaten and when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful deserts, that thirsty and water, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He, f he brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your fathers had never known, to humble and to test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. Amen. That's good enough for me. So he says, remember, remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you power to create wealth. Look at that. So the blessing of God, I described in that place, affects every area of a man's life. That affects his work, his relationships, his marriage, his fruit bearing. Okay? So it's not just to affect your going to heaven alone. Amen. Or to just make you pray in tongues alone. Amen. Or to make you able to lay hands and heal the sick alone. It's meant to affect every area of a man's life. Amen. So the blessing is all encompassing. Glory to God. Is what? The blessing is all-encompassing. It is meant to transform every area of the blessed man's life. The blessing is an aura. Amen. That brings favor. The blessing is an empowerment to prosper. The blessing is nothing missing, nothing broken. Amen. So that spirit, soul, and body are boiling. That's the idea. So the blessed man lives in perpetual joy because the blessing has got him covered. The blessing also affects your, your, your academics, your career, your business relationships. So when men fail, because you know you're a blessed person, you succeed. That's the idea. So the blessing is what? It's all, all encompassing. It ought to affect every area of the blessed man's life. The blessing is not for church on Sundays alone. Or for spiritual things, or spiritual, spiritual things. The blessing is for every area of a man's life. Amen. Amen. Do we get that? Do we agree with that? Yeah. Awesome. So we need to see the blessing working as beyond Sunday morning, beyond church activities. Okay? The blessing affects every area of the blessed man's life. When God blesses, your womb is blessed also. Your hands are blessed. Your brains are blessed. Your health is blessed. Third John 2, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Things are so prosperous. So it's an all-round thing. So you're so prosperous. Your spirit prospers. Your body also prospers. So you're prospering all round. You're prospering all round. Glory to God. That's so good. That's what? That's so good. Okay? So as a person, I'm strongly pro-prosperity for the believer. I'm strongly what? Pro-prosperity. I don't like poverty. I don't celebrate it. 
Amen. I'm sorry, what? Strongly pro prosperity. Amen. Amen. Don't want to be Lazarus. I don't want to be Lazarus. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. You can be Abraham instead. Glory to God. So it is not poverty or rich that make you, that make you, that make you to heaven. It's believing in Christ that gets you to heaven. So you can be rich and be Christian. There's no crime there. So I'm strongly, strongly pro prosperity. There's nothing glorious about being poor and not, not, not having money to meet your needs. There's, there's nothing fun about it, nothing special about it. So I'm strongly pro prosperity for the believer. Amen. So join my prosperity also. Don't celebrate the poverty doctrine. Don't just push them far from you. Amen. Don't celebrate what? Poverty doctrine. Don't. Amen. What you, uh, what you see and believe in, you attract. What you don't believe in, you repel. Awesome. So, God didn't create man for poverty and for lack. God didn't make man to suffer. Amen. He didn't make man for what? For suffering. He made man for worship, not for suffering. Genesis, Genesis 1, 26. Let's go to the beginnings. To the beginning. God did not make man for suffering. The world is not created for suffering. can come and suffer here. That's, not the plan. that's not why God made the world. Come and suffer here and then go to heaven and enjoy. That's, that's not the plan. Are you getting me? God made the, man, the earth for man to suffer on the earth. That's not the plan. It is the abnormality, not the norm. Amen. Suffering is abnormality, not the norm. Again, God did not make the earth for man to suffer on the earth and then go and enjoy in heaven. So, don't postpone your, your reigning, your joy, your prosperity to heaven. Don't postpone it till then. We start here, and when we get to heaven, we finalize it. Glory to God. We start it here, right? So, we start burning from here. Then we can do the proper burning in heaven, but we start here. Glory to God. It is what you believe in that you attract to yourself. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So, if you think that God doesn't bless, mm. yeah, that's how it works. What you, you know, everything in the kingdom works by faith. The entire kingdom of God works by faith. And faith is based on knowledge. So, what you don't believe in, you don't attract, doesn't work for you. Even though it might be there, but because you don't believe it, doesn't come to you. The entire kingdom of God works by faith. The just lives by faith. So, what you believe is what you see in your realities. So, when you begin to see in God's word that God does prosper, you begin to, to walk your way into sin in every area of your life. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. So, we see it in the beginning. We see it in the Old Covenant. We see it in Abraham, in the, in the beginning, in Abraham, in the Old Covenant, and in the New Covenant, Christ, that Jesus, God prospers people. It's all over the Bible. From the beginning, from Adam, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to the OT, you know, the, the Israelites, to Jesus Christ doing, doing, doing miracles of operations also. So it's all over the Bible that God does prosper people. So today's topic is God's will is prosperity. God's will is prosperity. The theme is profitable ants. Okay? But today's topic is God's will is prosperity. Okay. Before we go to Genesis 1, go to Matthew 19.8. Matthew 19.8. I'll take us through the whole Bible to see that God does prosper people. Okay? Matthew 19.8. Come on, help me. Read that, read that. Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard, but it was not this way from the beginning. Look at that. So what happened there? They came to ask Christ. 
that he didn't go to marry divorce his wife. What did Christ tell them? That from the beginning, it was not so. So this is my idea then. That when you want to learn God's way for something, there are, there are places you check. Number one, the beginning. The beginning. Genesis 1 to, to 3, before sin came. The beginning. Before sin spot the show, right? Number one, you check the beginning. Number two, you check the old covenant. See how, how it worked there. Check the prophets. What was said about it, right? You then check what Christ said about it. The other person now said about it. Am I communicating? Yeah. I follow him. Christ, you first check the beginning, Genesis 1 to 3, before sin came. You check the old, the old covenant. You check uh, what, what Christ said about it. Check what Christ said about it. They now check what the apostles said about it. Because finally, what, what makes us, what, what stands and explains everything else is what I posted about it. Because that is what, that's, that's where we are right now. Post-resurrection life. So we are, we live our reality based on what, based on the post-resurrection life. Am I communicating? Yeah. We are, we are um, the result of Christ's resurrection. So our identity is in what the apostles taught. Amen. So, there are things that Christ said then, when he was here, that would not apply after his death and resurrection. Amen. Amen. For example, they're looking shocked. Yes, ma'am. For example, the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. Forgive them and forgive you. You don't forgive them because they don't forgive you, right? But in the, in the, after that, what did Paul tell us in Ephesians and Colossians? Forgive because you're already forgiven. Are you getting me? It's not RSU, it's Bible. Let me take it again. I said, there are things that Christ said when he was on earth that doesn't apply again after his resurrection. For example, Christ said in the Lord's Prayer, that if forgive those who forgive you, God the Father also forgive you back. Have it? But when Paul was teaching it, what did Paul say? Forgive because you are forgiven already. So, so you're not forgiven to end forgiveness. You're forgiven them because you have been forgiven already. So it's because when Christ died and resurrected, everything changed. Amen. So it's why after his death, he taught them for 40 days. He was there for three and a half years, right? But after his resurrection, he taught them for 40 more days so they can see what had changed. So it's what they were taught in those 40 days that now became what they thought they taught afterwards. That's why Paul said, even Paul also, Paul that didn't see Christ physically, said he learned those things by, by, by Christ being revealed to him. Christ taught him those things personally also. Taught him after resurrection. Are you getting me? Is that good? Is that clear? Any confusion there? Good. Awesome. So again, to learn doctrine, the beginning. The OT, the prophets. What did Christ say? Then finally, what did the apostles say? Okay? But we judge, we judge everything that what the apostles said about it. That's that the final nail on the head. So, if they say anything else elsewhere, doesn't agree with the apostles, what they, what they say. We take what the apostles say as what is the real doctrine. Clear enough? Good, good, good. Awesome. So, the beginnings. Genesis 1.26. Genesis 126, the beginning. Genesis 126. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Yeah. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase. God's first word to them was be blessed. The first word that man heard was be blessed. 
the first word that man heard was be blessed. So man was able to function out of the blessing. The blessing was meant to show up in every area of man's life. So whatever God tells man to do is based on be blessed. Oh yeah, I get it. So without the blessing, man, mm, the first word that man heard is be blessed. May I'm proud to prosper. Please go on. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit, fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. Please pause again. Look at that. He gave them first things first. How to survive, how to eat. He made provision for what they will eat. Not not through toil, but through work. But he made an arrangement for how they will make they will meet their needs. Please go on, I'll show, I'll show us more. Please go on. Quick. Sorry. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth, and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Chapter 2, from verse 4. From verse, chapter 2, from verse 4. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge Just of good and again. evil. So he put them in a garden where there were trees good for food and pleasing to the eye. They were colorful, they were, they were beautiful. Not bland and mediocre, because it's spiritual. Are you getting that? Please were pleasing to the idea, aesthetically pleasing. Look at that. Now people think that when it's spiritual, it must be blind. It must be just serious and straight and probably wear white. <laughs> so it was to the eye, it was pleasing. This is the beginning. This is original intention, the beginning. Are you getting it? Yeah. So it was also, he gave them trees, they're good for food. And he put man in a garden. Not in desert. In a garden with ready made food to eat. So before man was even ready at all, there was provision ready for him already. God made provision for him. Ready made provision for him. Before he was, before he was ready, there was ready made provision for him already. God made the garden and now put man there. So first things first, God made provision for man to prosper. Not just prosper anyhow. It was aesthetically pleasing. It was a garden with food and beauty. Please go on. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden. From there it separated into four headwaters. The name of the first is Pishon. It winds through the entire land of Havilah where there is gold. 
The gold of that land is good. Aromatic resting and onyx are also there. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It, win it winds through the entire land of Cush. The name of the third river is the Tigris. It runs along the east side of Asher, and the fourth river is the Euphrates. Yeah, Look at that. So there was gold there also. You didn't just put that, just put sand. So you can be serious, so you can be prayerful. Yeah. When it's too fine, maybe they'll be relaxed, right? There was gold there. You know how we see those, those garden pictures, those that in on, on, um, on Google. Those fine, look, just imagine those, those pictures you see online. Where it's so blissful, green everywhere, red flowers and all those guys you see online with water and stuff. You're like, oh, this is so good. I wish we had some wallpapers. This is, yes, yes, this is probably more than 20 times more beautiful. That is what God planned originally for man before sin came. Before sin, well, <laughs> Genesis 3. So this is the beginning. Let's Genesis 3. When sin came, what changed? We see, that, we see that right here. There was no toil. There was work. Yes, there was work, but no toil. Work is not equal to toil. Work is not equal to toil. When you work under the blessing, it should not be toil. It should not be unrewarding. Stress like you will die. Without you to show for it. Amen. They shouldn't harass you there. You know, it is not, you to, don't, don't, don't be the culture of your life of toil. Even that's what you have today. Be planning your life that this, this is not my end. I'm more than this. I'm a blessed man. I'm more than this. You get my point? So, work is not equal toil. In fact, even hard work is not equal toil. Amen. Yes, yeah, sister. Yeah, thank you. Number sister. To the woman, he said, I will greatly increase your pains in childbearing. Please go on. Go on, go on. With pain, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Please pause. Pause. Now, this, you have to get this clearly. We have to know how to read Bible language. I'm coming. This, this is not God saying, I am cursing you. It is God showing them what it means to be under sin and death. This consequence, not punishment. It's consequence. No, go, go to that before. The day of this tree, you shall surely die. That death is not physically spiritual death. This is what it means to be spiritually dead. This, this is the consequence of spiritual death. It's, it's not God inflicting man, man with pain. It's the consequence of being a fallen man. He's a fallen man. This has to be a fallen man. I get my point. So, before, before now, there, there, there was no point of pain in childbirth before now. So, it was at Genesis 3 that things changed. Yeah, maybe maybe went to be text now and give him bed. Boop. Oh, he's a boy. Glory to God. Please go. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruits from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Look at that. Through painful toil, you will eat from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the Look field. So toil and struggle and pain is not what God made the earth for. It's not what God made the earth for. It's a consequence of fallen man. Are you getting me? 
So don't think I say this earth is for suffering and pain. So that you just, you just, you just a reminder, ah, let's just suffer here, When Jesus Christ comes, we go to heaven. That, that is not the original plan. Okay? Now let's go to Abraham. Now we can see the beginning. We can see what sin did. And let's go to the patriarchs. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Open to... What then? Okay, put Proverbs 10.22. 10, Proverbs 10.22. Proverbs 10.22. 10, NIV. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no trouble Please, to you. Please use your NIV. Use your NIV. You never have your phone. That, that one is different. Oh, okay. That's an older. I want to show you something. Proverbs 10 22. The blessing of the Lord yeah. bl- brings wealth without painful toil for yeah. it. The blessing. That's it. That's what I was. The blessing brings wealth without painful toil to it. I'll take it again. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil to it. Because when God said, Genesis 1, be blessed, be fruitful, multiply the earth, walk and all that. It was to walk under the blessing without painful toil to it. Amen. So, walk is not equal to toil. The blessed man ought to walk, but not to live all his life toiling. Awesome, the patriarchs. Let's go to Abraham. Genesis 12, 1 to 5. Genesis 12, 1 to 5. The Lord God had said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. Please pause. Go back. It says, I will make you into a great nation. Not, I will send a great nation. I will make you into a great nation, not I will send you to a great nation. Not when I go to Canada, I will blue. <laughs> the blessed man is a blessing carrier. Where he is is heaven, is Eden. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, of course, of course, of, of course, of course it can be. But you don't say if I don't go there, no, my life is finished. That kind of stuff. Or like go there before it happens for me. The blessed man is blessed whenever God sends him. And there's no thing everybody can is enjoying. <laughs> we think that everybody can is enjoying. If you just think everybody's gonna go on. There are beggars on every street. In every country, there are beggars. There are beggars in every country. There are homeless in every country. Okay? So, the blessed man carries the blessing everywhere. Not the location, it's the, it's the blessing inside. Not the location, it's the blessed man. Look at that. Please go on. See what's five. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So, Abraham went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham, Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Go to verse 10. 10 to 20, yeah. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. Look at that. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, 
I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Abraham went to Egypt... But he didn't lie you. sister. When Abraham came to Egypt... Sorry, sorry, pause. The same father, I think, but different mothers. So he was not lying. What? I don't know about it, but sure, this one is not lying, sure. Isaac to family, that cousin, kiniko, kiniko, cousin, so, uh, you know, you know, you know, again, 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 Bible language, maybe, maybe they call them at that point to everything is sister, maybe they don't have, they don't call it cousin, no, no, but, no, when you revive, do you see cousin in the Bible? Wait now, when you revive, do you see cousin in the Bible? So, shall, okay, Isaac Clyde, are you happy now? Let's go. Okay. When Abraham came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. Yes, please, follow And me. she was taken to, into his palace. He treated Abraham well for her sake. And Abraham acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants Look and camels. No, 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 no. Abraham acquired. Not he gave Abraham. Please, don't be, be, be get it. No, no. He treated her, her well. Abraham acquired. No, 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 no. It was a foreigner, foreigner there. Okay, look at it. It was a foreigner there. So instead of being killed or something, it doesn't have to be your favorite to him, that's all. So it's not the gay gave him. Do you get my point here? He acquired. Please. Okay? But the Lord. He acquired. Mean, mean that he traded. He walked. He acquired. Yeah, thank you. Please go on. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife, Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham. What have you done to me? He said, why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she's my sister so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here's your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. Amen. So we'll see first things there. Good, good, good. Chapter 13, chapter 13. Now, first things first. After being blessed, Abraham acquired. So you can see it began to grow in, grow in wealth. Chapter 13. Please go. Quickly, quickly. So me. Abraham went from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went, to, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. Then Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Now Lot, who was moving about with Abraham, also had flocks and herds and tents. But the land could not support them while they stayed together. For their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. And quarreling arose between Abraham's herders and Lot's. The Canaanites... Look at that. So, by finding a blessed man, Lot also became prosperous. Just Just following a blessed man about... Yeah, that's my problem. Yes. No, he says, I will bless you that bless you. So anybody that blessed Abraham was blessed. Then I took his wife, was in trouble. So by being favorable to Abraham, we got favored also. The blessing. Let's go. The Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land at the time. So Abraham said to Lot, 
Let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your herders and mine, for we are close relatives. It's not the whole land before you. Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of Jordan towards Zohar so go. was well watered like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abraham lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. Now the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had parted from him, Look around from where you are to the north and south, to the east and west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. So imagine Abraham being vexed in his mind. Not to be a good place. So after he followed me, he now became blessed. He now said, you know, now chose the good place. Now chose the good place, you know. What did God tell Abraham? Look up. Whatever you see, I give to you. Do you get my point here? So good. So good. That whatever you are is the blessing. It's not about a Sodom somewhere. Whatever you are is the blessing. Whatever you are, you are blessed. So anyway, even look, I'm giving you and your children. Just stand there and look as far as your eye can see. You know that Abraham's eye cannot really see that far in the physical. So it's even beyond what he could see in his mind. How far can you imagine? How far can you see? As far as your eyes can see, I will give to you. So also at that point, when Abraham was thinking about our children, what did God tell him? Come out of your tent. Come out of your tent. Come out. And look up. Look up. As in to blow his mind. As in to wreck his imagination. Come out and look up. Says if you can count the stars, you can count your children. So good. So good. So Lot forgot that he was blessed because he was with Abraham. What happened to him? After by 14, that's 14. Not in my story again. That's the end of Lot. It's like it's like um, um, was it Jacob and um, and Levan. Blessed for Jacob's sake. The power of the blessing. That by being close to a blessed person, by someone being close to you and being favorable to you, the person gets blessed also. Because you know you carry the blessing. Because you know it, your aura spreads around wherever you go to. The power of the blessing. Please go on. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the length and breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. So Abraham went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he pitched his tents, and there he built an altar Look to the that. Lord. Do you know that by giving him land, that's wealth? Real estate. Yeah. That's real estate. That's real estate. Land is a big deal, even at that time. It was a big deal. It was so bad that they, they would, they would, Isaac would dig it, and close it. It was, it was a land tussle. It was a tussle of ownership. When Sarah died also, Abraham told them that I will pay for this land. He said, no, give us, I have to give it for free. No, let me pay for it. I can own it. Because land is a big deal. I get my point here. So we're giving him, like what I was giving him, that was wealth, real estate. Whatever you see, I give you your own. So good. Awesome. Awesome. Go to chapter 24. From verse, chapter 1, chapter 24, verse 1, verse 34, 35. Chapter 24. Genesis 24. Verse 1, verse 34, 35. 
Abraham was now very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every Kaya, way. Look at that. Look at that. The Lord had blessed him in every way. God did not give him Ficoc back on. <laughs> now we say, um, yeah, you can't have it in the camera. God had blessed him in every way. That's so good. It says, it says he has, was now old and well advanced age. So he was also blessed with long life. And God had blessed him in every way. So go on, 34. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants and camels and donkeys. Look at that. The Lord had blessed Abraham had become wealthy because the Lord had, so when Abraham had fed his wealth to God's work, not I worked hard. Look at that. So it was the blessing upon works of his hands that became Abraham's, not Abraham toiled. The power of blessing on the work of his hands became wealth for him. Now let's go to Isaac. Let's go to Isaac. Go to chapter 25, verse 7. 25, 7. Okay, 25, verse 7. Yes. Abraham lived 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age, an old man and full of years, and he was gathered to his people. His sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Mac. Machpelah, near Mamre, in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar, the Hittite. The field Abraham had bought from the Hittites. There, Abraham was buried with his wife, Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son, Isaac, who then lived near Beer-Lahai Roy. This is the account of the family... Okay, first, go to 26. 26. I'm sure that God Chapter blessed 26. Isaac after Abraham died. God blessed Isaac. 26, yeah. From verse 1 to 6. Now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine in Abraham's time and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Look at that. God telling him where to live, where not to live. So don't say because Egypt is not having famine, are you good there? Stay where I tell you to live. Even though there's famine there, but I thought you stay there. So the session, but I said stay dead. So don't say, uh, just get up and go anywhere. No. Be led. Be led. How do you know? You're not the one that will employ thousands of people in Nigeria. How do you know that you don't create thousands of jobs in Nigeria? How do you know you just pack up your bag, run and never return? The will make money. How do you know? So we are not escapers, you know, not to escape. We're not called to escape to Jackpa. <laughs> so, if light wants some darkness, who, 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 who would light darkness? We are the salt of the earth. We are the blessed ones. So don't just escape. Ah, Canada is calling. <laughs> now the Canada bowling, selfie on IG. Yeah, not like a flag. I'm from patriotic over from Oasis. <laughs> oh boy, please go on. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and bless and will bless you. 
For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and I will give them all these lands and through your offspring all natures on earth will be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him, keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gera. Okay, go to verse 12. Isaac planted crops in that land and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. Look at that. Because the Lord blessed him. In that same family land. The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. Look at that. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped stopped up filling them with earth. Then, Abil- then Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You have become too powerful for us. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. The power of the blessing. The power of the blessing. It, 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 became, it became too powerful for them. The power of the blessing. Because God blessed them. It just began to grow. And to increase. It became very, it became, it became a part of envy. Yes, it was growing. It was, it, was, it, was, it was growth. Rich, very, they became very wealthy. Awesome. That's Isaac. Okay? Go to Jacob. Verse 27. Chapter 27 or 27? 27, 27 to 30. Yeah. So he went, so he went to him and kissed him. When Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell Kaya. of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Oh boy. May God give you of heaven's dew and that. of earth's richness oh, yeah. an abundance of grain Look and new that. wine. Look at that. May, may, nation, may nations serve you Look and peoples that. bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may the sons of your mother bow down to you. May those who curse you be cursed and those who bless you be blessed. So good. After Isaac finished blessing him and Jacob had scarcely left his father's presence, his brother Esau came in from hunting. Okay, you can leave down story because they help him. <laughs> Look at that. So the blessing, the blessing, the blessing to make profitable. To make profitable. Glory to God. So now, even though their blessing meant many things, it meant, number one, the promised Christ. No, he said, in your offspring. I thought to this last month. In your offspring, will the of the dead be blessed? Your offspring, Jesus. So the blessing pointed to Christ's coming. Number one, it pointed to Israel as a nation. Number two, says I give to you your descendants. Israel as number two, it also pointed to them being materially blessed in the present. The spiritual blessing, just be blessed. The spiritual blessing became something material. I know I'm saying this. So when people say God bless you, just, just spiritual blessing. Yes, it has material results. And when they say, oh, all God did in the past was, 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 was point to Christ. Yes, the blessing had an effect on the blessed. Amen. Amen. This is so good. Let's, let's, go to, let's go to Israel. Let's see Israel. What Israel was like. To so see also how the blessing worked for them. Go to John 28. Deuteronomy 28, 
from verse 1. Yeah, thank you. From verse 1 to 14. If, I, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. Look at that. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your See, God. The blessings will come upon you and accompany you. So you become a carrier. So good. Comes upon you and accompanies you. Don't forget that then the Holy Ghost came on them. Now the Holy Ghost comes in us. So we are carriers, many carriers. It's not coming and going. That when you do a mistake, it goes. When you say, I'm sorry, Lord, it comes. <laughs> so it's not, you know, I guess like it's not. <laughs> so we are carriers of the blessing. Please go on. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the cows of your herds and the even lambs the animals of your were blessed. Even the animals were blessed. Your dog, your pet at home is blessed because of your sake. Woo! Yeah, even their pets, their animals were blessed because of their sake. So that the blessed man, wherever the blessed man goes, whatever he touches, is blessed. The blessing goes and circulates all around him. Please go on. Your basket and your netting trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant... Please pause again, sorry. Bless. Gonna bless. So it means that you are going. There's no car crash to kill you on your way. Woo! You are blessed going and blessed coming in. So good. Please go on. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your bonds and on everything you put your hand to. Look at that. Profitable ones. Please go on. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. Oh boy. See, look at Pause again. In the land he is giving you. That's very important. In the land he is giving you. We all have our areas of callings. You have what he has put in your heart. Now you know that if I'm not copying my neighbor, so that I should be doing. You know if I'm, if I'm not farming my Instagram celebrity, this is what I should be doing. If I'm not being, if I'm not being borrowed post, this is the land I am. This is my assignment. No people do. Live their own. Go and be their neighbor's own. Ah, oh, because that person is glam on IG. So just leave your own and copy his own. But we all have lands we are given. You have where you know that this area, I'm blessed in this area. And without struggle, I, I can do it. Amen. Amen. So many times people are struggling because they are trying to be what they are not called to be. You don't, have, you don't have place for it. It's not working. But people want to mm, die there. <laughs> so where, there is, where you see that this thing is, it doesn't look like God was supposed to be here. Okay? Check. We all know. We you see. We feel like we don't know, but we actually really know. If you're if you're a praying person, you don't. You cannot say you don't really know. You cannot really say you don't know. You you cannot really say. You cannot really say you don't know. You just know. You just somehow just you didn't see you didn't see you didn't see anybody. You, you, you just know that this is who I am. Ben, I know confusion, but God helps you. I know you have many things. Amen. <laughs> But I guess my point here. But you just tell you really know yourself. You, just, you really know yourself somehow. You just really know yourself. And when I do this thing, it just works. Please go. 
The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he promised you on oath, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him. Then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground. How many kids do you want? You want four? You can take it. In the land he saw to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season, and to bless all the works of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. Look at it. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. Look at that. So you see Israel, as long as Israel obeyed God, you could not fight them and win. If they come to 300 people, run. Even if all they had was to be drumming, beating drum on, the, on your fence. Just start running. <laughs> Glory to God. So this, this, this is how Israel was blessed. As long as Israel was in God's good, good, uh, good favor, you could not fight, you could not win them. That's Israel. And now let's go to Jesus right now. I'm trying to show us how true God's promise of blessings of material wealth from the beginning. Now, Matthew 6, 19. Matthew 6, 19, 1934. Matthew 6, 1934. Matthew 6. Matthew 6, 19. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. Pause. Now, he's not saying don't save. Please be guided. He's not saying don't save. He's saying that your treasure bank should be beyond natural. It's, it's, it's a priority thing. Not saying don't save or don't plan. That's what to say. Okay, please go on. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It's a priority thing that your hearts should first be gods, not things. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light, is, the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Now, you didn't say you cannot have money. You say you cannot serve it. Be guided, though. Let's go Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will drink, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Please pause. Now, he's not saying don't plan. He's saying don't worry. Amen. 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 Don't worry doesn't mean don't plan. Amen. Amen. Okay, go on. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Look at that. Are you, not more, are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. 
If that is how God clothes the Look grass of the field. Look at that. Look at that. Please go on. If, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But that. seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So good. Say if your father knows you need them. Now he didn't just say your God. He deliberately used your father. So your father is no hypocrite that says just spiritual and praying tongues. He knows that you have to wear clothes. You have to pay school fees. You have to pay rent. You have to buy a car. You have to be well clothed. You have to travel. See, your father knows Kaya. See, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not for me like he's, you know, he said your father knows. What? I don't want to say something. Dude. <laughs> Look at that. See, your father knows you need them. So, let's stop this hypocrisy of God has not blessed my child. It's not, not, not. nonsense. Stop. Your father knows you need them. Hiya. Your father knows you need them. Now, it's like me waiting for Jola to cry for me to feed him. Or waiting for him to, or just saying, I just want to train you to have wisdom. Food is not important. Or saying, okay, or saying, okay, okay, okay. Don't, don't wear fine, just wear any clothes, just cover your body. Just wear cover all. Doesn't need to be fine. Why, 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 do you need, why do you need cream? Just be, just, just be spiritual. Don't need, you need cream. <laughs> That is not the, the nature of a parent. A parent nurtures, a parent cares for. That's why Christ says that. God, God says to those, even when you are old and gray, I am here, I'm sustaining fire. So not that when you now grow, now you have grown, grown also for yourself. <laughs> when you are old and gray, I am he that sustains you. So good. So good. Now, we see Christ also. John 2 1 to 11. He told her to wine. He didn't tell them, why do you want wine? Why can't you just drink water? Be a spiritual. He just waiting. Just join them and let them go. Just waiting. Why do you want wine? Just join them. Give them water. Go. Bless you. Your marriage, your marriage is blessed. 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 Why do you want wine? Why do you, just picture the wine. wine. Sit in there. When you get to heaven, you drink wine. He gave them wine. wine the guy said the wine was the best. So quality wine. Quality. quality wine. Premium quality wine. Now, Mr. Christ also, he fed five to fed four thousand. He didn't tell them, I've already ordered you. I don't want to eat food. Go and work hard. You are blessed. So after one them, he also met them and he fed them. So God is not shy about our needs. He's not shy about our needs. It's not for me. It's not spiritual. Are you getting me? So don't embrace a poverty doctrine 
or a soft, or, no, 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 just give it to me. I mean, just give me. I'll give for. I used to, to do my work in the of kingdom, but I don't care. You make it to just go and suffer and work at it. It is so daft. <laughs> I'm going to turn the Bible upside down to make to, to make you. I'm going to turn the Bible upside down to make you feel good. No, but it's not spiritual. It's not spiritual. But you can be blessed and still be heavily anointed. God does not de-anoint you. I get him. God doesn't de-anoint you. Do you get my point here? Private jet does not de-anoint you. Doesn't private jet does not de-anoint you. Doesn't de-anoint you. No, so continue enter private jet. Now suddenly become now become carnal on anointing. Continue enter private jet. Please banish this case of doctrine. It will clog expectation. See, once once you become this, it clogs everything to receive from God. You know, no, 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 the cute thing is, these are the cute parts. Now, people can pray for God to meet their needs, but they say, God doesn't pray particularly. Are you okay? Are you saying? It's like, you know that, 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 that gift? Like, <laughs> no, you're saying, God beat my needs. God, don't pass my exam. But you're also saying, God also, what are you, what exactly is your point? Come on. Come on. Your God is no hypocrite. Kaya. He's no hypocrite. It's not, see, Jesus Christ was so real. No need to form, it was so real. Even they went to the temple to eat of the temple's meal. As in, God knows he needs to eat. God knows, say, David, you will enter the temple to go and take food. My temple, my holy temple, who are you, David? Look at that. God is no hypocrite. So, I will suddenly become, which are now the canna. Come on. No, this is important. This is important. You cannot use tongues to pay for your bills. No, you can't. I can't pray in tongues now and tell Mr. Kema, where's my money? Let's take it, 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 That kete was not to money. I'm not giving. Oh, Mr. Kema, let me pray for you. I will pray that prayer. It's not to money. I will not give him. Glory to God. So people say Christ was poor, but someone had turned out to wine. That fed, that fed 4,000. Can you say he actually got to a point where he could not pay his bills? That, that's ridiculous. Now, this same guy, Luke, let's go to where, where, where the, the miracle of the, of the fish. Yeah. So good. Go to Luke 5, 1 to 10. Then, John 21, 1, 1 to 7. Okay. Luke, Luke 5, 5 verse 1. One day, as Jesus was walking by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing yes, their follow, nets. Follow, follow. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and tossed the people from the boat. This is so good. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon... Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. That worked. So, it's about working alone. That worked. 
they had worked all night and they had caught nothing. They had worked. Praise God. But because you say so, I, I will are. let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Pause. Now, that's abundance. When you just, can you just take two fish and go and eat? When you just, just, just enough. Just so they don't, they don't die of hunger. Just give them two fish. Just give them two. But look at this. The net broke. The neighbor also, the neighbor said it was breaking also. Abundance. Go to John 21. John 21. John 21. 1 to 7. John 21. Yes, please. Follow me. John 21 to 7. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. Go on, go on, yeah. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. How did they know? Abundance. This kind of provision is Jesus. This kind of move. This kind of move. Kind of move. This, like a nine-day drum. This, 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 is, this is the MO. When it is net breaking, it is in higher. So, can you call this man? Oh. So, I can tell you if you do this, you get results higher. Please go. Finish it. It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off. And jumped into the water. Hallelujah. The other disciples. Okay, okay. Fo- I'm done. I'm done there. Now, in the, what we read before, read through, um, continuously. When Peter saw him, saw what Jesus Christ did there, he said, "I'm a sinful man." As in God's goodness led him to repentance. Yeah. It's in Isaiah. It's Isaiah first there. God's led him to repentance. God's goodness. Amen. Now, let's, let's go to the NT after Christ left. Hebrews 8, 6 says that this is a better covenant. That is, is better than the old one. Not even, you can't even call it upgrade. It's a total overall. Much better, much superior. So whatever was then is much more now. Whatever was good then, it's not just much more, as in, it's... So people say... Now, we'll talk, talk, talk about, that, about that next week. I don't want to go too far. But go to... Yeah, look at that. But in fact, the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which his mediator is superior to the old one, since the new covenant is established on better promises. For if there had been... No, don't worry. That's what, that's what I'm now, in the, end, the new covenant, we are cast of the Holy Ghost. We are cast of the blesser himself. Amen. And it's not going to leave us. So we're forever, because it's forever with us. We are forever blessed. Forever blessed. 
Not in the old, I was telling them, if you, if you, if you, if you, so if you do mistakes, it's done. If you, if you, what for you that? No, if you, you are a carrier, permanent carrier of the blessing. It's not going and coming, you're a permanent carrier of the blessing. But if you zone the blessing to only touch things, you, you, you did yourself. That's the place where you see it. The same power that turned wine, water to wine, lives in you. The first factor zone lives in you. That you the, the same power, the all-powerful one that, 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 did, that did all that, lives in you. So if you now zone it, it will be entirely your fault. If Christ not zone it, Christ, that Christ himself did not zone it and say, I only eat the sick, I don't, I don't feed people. If Christ did not zone it, and you now by yourself zone it, it's entirely your fault. Again, Christ, he did not zone it. He said, my father, your father knows you need these things. If he didn't zone it, and you then do it yourself, you did that to yourself. You chose it. Awesome. Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19. And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. People say funny things like this need means just needs. Just eat like manna. Don't die. My man. But we know God's character throughout. And it's not a God of take small. Take small. So if you're this of small, it's taking you on a journey. So see the see the OT. They went from manna to a land flowing with, with milk and honey. So the, the manna was not that that it was, it was a, it was a journey, not, not, not that destination. It was, a, it was a progression. Not that all their life, just bamaku. Bah, don't die, just eat so you don't die. No! So if you are your manner face, you are progressing. Your end point, you should know your end point is a place flowing with milk and honey, a blessed life materially. Your father knows that you need these things. So if you didn't give them, look at the miracle of part of part of part of they have leftover. They have leftover of more than what they had before. Do you get my point here? So what does not do is is culture, not the culture of managing like that. An abundant culture of gold in heaven. Imagine, no, to know how his culture is, how God is. Look at his house, where he lives. You want to ask somebody is go to that savvy? What's heaven like? Lavishly abundant. Lavishly, you say they're just spiritual, just you know, just 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 give them copper building, just make it, just, just give them brick and all that. Lavishly golden. Stories, man. <laughs> So, because want to try, just just make up make up things to suit our doctrine. Nonsense talk. Amen. Amen. So, Corinthians nine, from verse six. So, Corinthians nine, from verse six. Remember this: whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Please pause first. Because talking here materially. When people say there's also narrative, I don't know where this, I don't know where it's from. This is Paul. Saying you so spend it. This is Paul talking about sowing and reaping. Paul. So people can people now can just just say it, explain it like this. You buy, you buy, what's why you buy? Just, just, just. <laughs> so it's just ah gosh. Please go on. See, see, help yourself, guys. Help yourself. Don't don't build an hypocritical doctrine. Don't. God is God is is he is not is not an hypocrite. He's a real. He does his thing. You see the reality of it. If they are hungry, he fed them. The necklace, he clothed them. In the wilderness, he like no way out. 
He cares for your needs. He cares for every... See, like saying that, ah, girl, I love you so much, but I don't care if you wear clothes. <laughs> You've not made your hair. I don't care. I just love you so much. I, I, have, I, have, I have everything, but who cares? Just, I love you so much. Just, just be, have good character and be a good wife. Please go on. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So go look at it. 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 Verse 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly, Hi-ya. so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good look at work. That. You will have all you are now abound. So you are not struggling to give. You give them an abundance. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That grace becomes material prosperity. That grace meets your needs. Amen. Amen. This is Bible. You see, it's simple enough. You don't, need to, don't, don't, don't add anything to it. It's simple enough. It's simple enough. It's clear enough. Don't need don't, don't to, to get this. It's English and it's clear enough. Let's go on to verse 11. And God is able to, okay, as it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. You will be enriched in every way. Spirit soul and body. Third John 2. It talks about that that may prosper and be in health so that your soul prospers. Acts 4. Acts 4. 32. 32 to 37, yeah. Acts 4, 32. on fire. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that, they were, that there were no needy persons among See, them. the grace was also showing in that there had no needy person amongst them. It was a lackless church. A church without lack. That's prosperity, sir. A church that had no needs. So it meant as they gave, they received. As they worked, they increased. So when they gave, that was not the end of it. Otherwise, when they give, that's the end of it. So when you give the first batch, that's the end of it. Because they sold houses and lands. But they still went on without any needs. So as they sold, they got small. Otherwise, when they give their first or second batch, game over. There'll be need. Because those that are consuming, before you say they're mindful to it, they've consumed that end of it. But because they kept on increasing, there was no lack in the church. A lackless church. So those that had also cared for the needy. So, yet someone just joins your church for the first time. The boss doesn't have to be blessed yet. He's still very poor. Yeah. But we have been there for a while. We've learned how the blessing works. We have been, we've learned how to work under the blessing and, and, get, and get wealthy. So we take the guy and set him up. Over time, he stops in the poor man. Because like us, and also joins in the giving next to the church. 
a lackless church. A lackless church. A lackless church. So, they do welfare. A lackless church. They also try to do business. So that's not just, so they can also become profitable also. Yeah. A lackless church. No hypocrisy here. We know real needs. We're not forming real needs. Just give you the good baptism. You are blessed. We know real needs. What happened in the Lagos? He needs to eat. He doesn't have food at home. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. Please go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. For from time to time, those who own land or houses sold them, brought from the money. From time to time. So he did not finish. They gave. They, did, they received. From time to time. They increased. They worked. They increased. You get my point here? Brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Look at that, please. Look at that. Now, chapter 5. That was where. Um, is this silver would have known? Chapter 3. Chapter 5. Now, can you imagine these apostles? And people were bringing money to their feet. And when they said, Some people that I don't have, that they meant I don't have it anywhere. That I'm broke. No, when they said, People that I don't have, that you, think, you think they meant. I don't have at all. Now, they don't want that people brought things to their leg. People sold things and brought to their leg. So when they saying that, when they say, so I don't have, they meant, I don't have it at all. I think it means that I'm rare right now. I don't have money to give you here. For example, my, my wallet day house. But the blessing is always with me. So I can hear you now. Amen. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 428 428 in closing 428 Doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. So, not only to clothe and feed, but also enough to share. The blessing comes through the works of our hands. So, those that are saying, God bless me. God bless me. God stay me money. No. It happens through the works of our hands. Like Abraham is farming, Isaac also. Again, come on. So, even for, even for the fishermen, I, um, the Peter. It is through the works of your hands. So, where are you called to? What exactly is that, is that like, you know that this is what I'm meant to be doing? <laughs> Glory to God. God blesses through the works of your hands. So, expect the blessing to show in every area of your life. In your family, your love life, your relationships. Your kids will be born like Jola. Yeah. In your career, your job, your education, they are the head, not the tail. That's the quick understanding. Just when you begin to expect it, you begin to see it. You move from toil to prosperity. You work, you work hard. You are not toil because you are seeing the results. Now, if I don't work today, ah, don't get today. <laughs> That's not the best. Works. Can't take a vacation. 
to begin to expect the blessing. Once you start expecting it, to show you material, you can begin to expect God to speak to you about what to do, like Isaac. It happens through the works of your hands. Are we convinced? Are we sure? Let's do that fit. Oh, thank you, dear Jesus. Oh, thank you, dear Thank you for listening to this message. We are very sure you're edified. If you would love to partner with our ministry in giving, please visit our website at www.thisgreenchurch.org and click on the giving link. God bless you.